Where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day. Someone waits for... Wait a minute, folks. You ain't heard nothing yet. Hello, Al Jolson speaking. Al, this is Ken Carpenter at the Kraft Music Hall. You're supposed to be over here. From Hollywood, the Jimmy Durante Show. Ink, a dink a dink, a dink a do, a dink a dink. Oh, what a tooth! A dink a dink, a dink a dink, a dink a dink. Well, hello again. This is Buck Benny speaking. Welcome to another of our triple stacks. Today we have a triple stack, of course, with Bing Crosby show and the Al Jolson show for Kraft, and um, of course the Jimmy Durante show. We're going to do it a little differently than usual. We're going to start off with Al Jolson's show. Uh, the sound quality on the Al Jolson show has started to get better here so we can air them a little earlier so that we're not saving them for last just because the sound quality is so bad. <laughs> anyway, tonight's episode features Lucille Ball as his guest, so I thought that would be a fun thing to put up first. Then following that, we have Bing Crosby with his guests George Burns and Gracie Allen, which should be fantastic. And following that, we have Jimmy Durante's show with Al Jolson being the guest host. So the kind of the reasoning behind putting them apart like this, I thought uh, instead of having two Al Jolson shows in a row, it'd be nice to have a Bing Crosby in between. So um, I hope you're going to enjoy all three shows. Uh, they're all fabulous, all from 70 years ago this week. And as every week, they're <laughs> they're always from 70 years ago. It's fun to be able to, that so many of these shows survive and that we can bring them to you in such good sound. So enjoy, and we'll see you next week. This is the Kraft Music Hall, starring Al Jolson with Oscar Levant, Lou Bring, and his orchestra and chorus, and our guest, Lucille Ball. So keep on looking for a bluebird and listening for its song Whenever April showers Come everybody, this is Al Jolson opening up another recital in the Kraft Musical, and tonight I've got a song that was all the rage in the days when a fella used to serenade his gal with a ukulele. So come on, Lou, let's go Hawaiian. Down Hawaii way, where a chance to stray, on an evening I heard of 
hula maiden play. Yaka hula hickey doo la, yaka hula hickey doo. Down Hawaii away by the moonlit bay. When I lingered a while, she stole my heart away. Yaka hula hickey doo la, yaka hula hickey doo. Oh, I don't care if you love the ladies far and near. You'll forget about them all if you should hear. Yaka hula hickey doo la, yaka hula hickey doo. I'm coming back to you, my hula lil. Beside the sea at Waikiki, you'll play for me. And once again, you'll sway my heart away with that yaka hula hickey doo la I'm coming back to you, my hula loo. Beside the sea, you play for me at Waikiki. And once again, you sway my heart away with that yaka hula hickey doo You know, Oscar, I've been waiting since last week to tell you what my little baby son did today. Oh, it was the cutest thing. Al, please. Since you got that baby, that's all I hear. Why, Oscar, don't you like babies? Little babies? I'm sorry. I guess I'm a little jealous. Why? I thought you could have adopted me. <laughs> you would have liked me to be your daddy? Why? I was thinking of all the pretty mothers I would have had. <laughs> I, I wonder now what it would have been like if you'd been my son. I know I'd have been a juvenile delinquent. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, a juvenile delinquent? Nothing's too good for my son. You, you would have been an adult delinquent. <laughs> I'd have sent you to Harvard. Dad. Yeah? They wouldn't let me in Harvard. Why not, son? They thought I was a Yale man. I was wearing a Y for Yolson on my shirt. <laughs> Oski, this is no joking matter. But I was well-liked by the undergraduates. At Mental State. Mental State. Nice college. My fraternity brothers made me the head of the whole frat. Son, I didn't send you to college to be a frat head. Now, look. <laughs> this is serious. I got a letter from the dean of women. She said you made a girl walk home from a ride. Now, who was the girl? The dean of women. What? <laughs> My boy, you shouldn't have treated her that way. When I went to school, I used to take her for walks down the old Ox Road. She mentioned it, Pater. Yeah? She said it was the first time she had ever walked down the old ox road with the old ox himself. <laughs> now, Oxy, Oxy, yeah? that's no way to talk to you, Pater. Now, what you should do is to settle down. You should get a girl, just like the girl that married your dear old dad. I did. I brought her home and you married her. <laughs> well, that, that, that just shows I'm a chip off my old son. Now, uh, frankly, Father Yeah? Or Father Frankly uh, My real love is my music I'm glad to hear you say that, son Because your piano will never be fickle to you It'll never nag you It'll never scold you And it'll never warm my feet on cold nights <laughs> Frankly, son Or son, frankly <laughs> I never thought of that Father, I've got a very hard piece to play tonight before I play it, do you mind if I warm up first? Go ahead, son. 
Now I feel warmed up, so I'll tackle this very difficult piece. one of those families that just won't stay fed. You know what I mean. The children want after-school sandwiches. Dad goes snooping in the refrigerator at bedtime. Well, a few glasses of Kraft cheese spreads on hand keep all those demands for snacks well satisfied. To begin with, delicious Kraft cheese spreads are good, wholesome, nutritious dairy products. And they give you such fine variety. For instance, Dad's favorite Kraft kinds will probably be Kraft Limburger spread, the new tantalizing Smokel, Zestful Roca, and Golden Old English. Youngsters will be partial to creamy-tasting Kraft pimento, olive pimento, relish, and pineapple spreads. All in all, there you have eight wonderful Kraft kinds, and all packed in reusable posy pattern glasses. Pick out several of these handy, delicious cheese spreads tomorrow. The quality spreads marked Kraft. <laughs> Oscar, Oscar, you play beautiful music all the time. Why don't you, for a change, play something hot? Okay, here's something hot. That's hot. <laughs> well, it sends the blood to my head. I'm a concert pianist. I don't play that fast jazz boogie-woogie stuff. You know. I don't know what it is. I don't play that song. <laughs> Oscar, just uh, give me a Carnegie Hall or Puggio, and I'll let you hear the kind of stuff I don't sing. I'm tired of giving you our Puggio. Yeah? I'm going to give you a glissando. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oscar, slow down so I can jump off at my key, will you? I'm glad you stopped me. Three more of those, and I'd be done to my knuckles. <laughs> Al, here's something you'd like. It's dreamy. Say, Oscar, that was Tramrau you just played, wasn't it? By Robert Schumann. Yeah, you know, many years ago in my first show at the Winter Garden, I sang the Tramrau. It wasn't written as a song. Maybe not, but some fellas put words to it. 
Now, give me a glissando, whatever you call it, and I'll show you that there are words for it. And I think you'll like them, too. I may like them, but you'll hear from Schumann in the morning. <laughs> Play that tramarai for me A lovely feeling comes a-stealing With that melody Till I die Oh, when you're playing me That loving Wait a minute, I know that That's by Peter Ilyich Tchaikovsky How did you know that? I looked it up in my phone book (laughs) See if you can recognize this Wait a minute Is it the Nutcracker Suite? No Is it the Greek Concerto? No Is it the Nutcracker Suite? You asked me that before Well, those are all I know (laughs) It's an interest dance Well, I don't know any of those dance suits I don't go to the Palladium anymore Oscar, look I don't know why you want to fool with those tunes. You always play Gershwin so beautifully. Well, why don't you let me play it sometime? You can play it right now, but uh, if it ain't necessarily so. You'll sing, of course. Of course. <laughs> it ain't necessarily so. It ain't necessarily so. The things that you preacher. Is liable to teach her It ain't necessarily so Now Moses was found In a stream Little Moses was found In a stream He floated on water Till old Pharaoh's daughter She fished him, she saved from that stream. It ain't Nessa, ain't Nessa, ain't Nessa, ain't Nessa, ain't necessarily so. I just sang that What are you singing it for? I just want to prove it ain't necessarily so (laughs) Well, I got a song about a girl I got a song about a girl I just met Hannah and Savannah And if you'll just sit there I'll sing it for you (laughs) 
gonna throw away my baggage Nothing in it but the blues Gonna give away my derby Gonna give away my shoes Cause I'll never roam away from home A solitary day When I get back to Hannah in Savannah, GA Gonna get a one-way ticket If I gotta steal the dough You can clip my wings and keep them I don't need them anymore Cause I'll never roam away from home A solitary day When I get back to Hannah in Savannah, GA Oh, Hannah You'll never know how much I miss you Oh, Hannah This man of yours is blue Gonna get myself a rocker Gonna sit there in the sun Gonna hear my Hannah saying Plenty work that should be done But I know that she will let me be To live my lazy way When I get back to Hannah From Savannah, GA Rebop that Lucille Ball is with us in the music hall tonight? Yeah, Ken, you know, that's the first curveball that pitched to me this year. <laughs> Hello, Al. Lucille, honey, come to my arms and let old Jolie give you a nice fatherly kiss. Hmm. <laughs> Wasn't that fatherly? Oh, daddy. <laughs> what do you think of me now, Lucille? Al, you're as young as you don't look. <laughs> Lucy, look, when I'm around a beautiful woman, I'm as young as the next man. I'm the next man. <laughs> Miss Ball. Miss Ball, I repeat, Miss Ball, I'm Oscar Levant. Oh, yes, Mr. Levant. You know, all the women are just crazy about you. Of course. But me. <laughs> I've never had the slightest desire to meet you. How can you dislike me on such short acquaintance? Usually people have to know me for a while before they hate me. <laughs> Oscar, it doesn't take that long <laughs> Say, uh, Lucille I saw in your play Dream Girl You know, I was offered that part How could you have been offered the part of Dream Girl? I lied about my age <laughs> Oh, Al, you're kidding me No, Lucille, you'd be surprised at the part Al thinks he can play He wants to go to Warner Brothers and make a gangster picture What's stopping him? The Warner Brothers <laughs> You know, when I first went back on the radio I wanted to play a tough, two-fisted detective like that guy Sam Spade or the Rogue. Oh, Sam Spade is wonderful. He's smooth. I'm smooth. And he's <laughs> handsome and tough and strong. I'm smooth. <laughs> I like radio mysteries, too. Yeah? I always thought I'd make a good menace. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh, did you ever hear a laugh like that, Lucille? Yes, last time I went out with Bob Hope. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about playing radio detectives is they're always sitting in their office wishing a beautiful red-haired girl in trouble would come in. Then the door opens, 
and a beautiful red-haired girl comes in. Oh, Detective Acer, you must help me. I'm in trouble. No April showers, they come your way. My grandfather has just been murdered. They bring the flowers that bloom in May. He left me a million dollars. So keep on... Will you marry me? (laughs) Asa, you've got to help me. My grandfather, Jackson Blackburn, was sitting in his study reading when he was murdered. I'm sorry, girly. I can't take the case. I don't take any murder or robbery cases. What kind of cases do you take? Overtime parking or jaywalking. <laughs> oh, Asa. Asa, you're so handsome and so strong. Please, honey. Don't hold me so tight. <laughs> my elk tooth's biting me. <laughs> oh, Asa. Asa, darling, my cheeks are close to yours. My lips are close to yours. Oh. If I only was 20 years younger. <laughs> Make that 30. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to take the case. But the first thing uh, to do, I think... Uh, I'm going to take the case, lady. The first thing I've got to do, I've got to frisk you, you know. Frisk me? Why? Why do you have to frisk me? Because I feel frisky. <laughs> All right, sister. I'm going out on the job and don't follow me because it'll be very dangerous. But I'm not afraid. I studied criminology in college. Why, I once found two bodies. Well, you certainly kept the right one. <laughs> Come on, Lucy. Let's hurry right over to your house. Asa Yolson, the fearless detective, is on the job. Here's the house. There's the light in the window. Oh, Uncle Oscar must be up. Now, don't be afraid, sister. I have the name of the murderer in the back of my head. Good, you've got him cornered. What? (laughs) Let's go in. Push the doorbell. Wait a minute, there's a sign on it. It says, battery dead, and so is everybody inside. Well, just because the bell don't work, there's no reason to stand here. Let's go home. (laughs) Asa, Asa, come on in and solve the crime. Here, baby, is a kiss. I gotta go easy on those He can't take it anymore (laughs) Look, there's Uncle Oscar Sneaking down the stairs Lucille, who is this man? Uh, This is Asa, the detective, Uncle Oscar Do you know the grandpapa's dead? He was stabbed in the back Hmm, sounds like suicide (laughs) You don't seem to be very excited, Mr. Oscar Why should I be? Every night at 12 o'clock, somebody gets murdered around here. Someone gets murdered every night at 12 o'clock? Why don't you call the police? Then how would I know when it was 12 (laughs) o'clock? There's only one thing to do. I'm going to reconstruct the crime. Lucille, what were you doing at the time of the murder? I was taking a bubble bath. Well... I was just reconstructing that in my mind. (laughs) Now, Uncle Oscar, what were you doing at the time of the murder? I was playing the piano, and I suddenly heard a groan behind me. Well, why didn't you stop when you heard the groan? He's used to that when he's playing. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody, take your positions. Mr. Jackson Blackburn, where were you at the time of the murder? Well, I was sitting over here getting stabbed in the back. How can a murdered man speak? When I reconstruct a crime... I really reconstructed. <laughs> okay, Uncle Oscar, start playing. 
Grandpapa has been killed. Oh, I can't wait to tell. I did it. I confess. Hang me from the highest octave of my piano. Oh, Asa, thank you. You've solved the case. How can I ever repay you? Just do me one favor. What's that? Tell me who did it. I went back to my office, lit my pipe, put my feet up on the desk and waited. Because the way it works, there's always a beautiful redhead girl in trouble who comes bursting in. Oh, Asa, you must help me. I'm in trouble. See? Everybody loves a hostess who can put on a party without a lot of fuss. Well, here's one of the real shortcuts to party success. Fix snacks the easy way with the eight delicious Kraft cheese spreads that give you such wonderful variety. For instance, if it's a formal party, you can quickly make elegant appetizers with the zestful Kraft cheese spread varieties. The glorious new Smokel spread is just the thing on crackers. Tantalizing Roca spread to stuff the celery. Kraft pimento, olive pimento, or relish spreads on potato chips. What an array, and so easy to fix. But if it's an informal party, Kraft cheese spreads can make it even easier. Set out the assortment of their own smart glasses along with some crackers and chips and let every guest make his own snacks. Remember these eight wholesome, delicious spreads for husky sandwiches, too. Every refrigerator should have a stock of several Kraft cheese spreads all the time. So tomorrow, stock yours with your folks' favorite Kraft varieties. Folks, there are a lot of songs written about love, but the best of them are written by young composers who really are in love, because then the romantic and plaintive music comes from their happy hearts. This is why my friend Irving Berlin's songs have always been so popular, and today, though he's no longer a young composer, he still must be in love. His music, well, it's as beautiful as ever. Most of you are well acquainted with what he writes today, but I'd like to go back, uh, oh, say, 24 years for one of my favorites. The song, What'll I Do? What'll I do When you are far away and I am blue what'll I do what'll I do when I am wandering who is kissing you What'll I do? What'll I do with just a photograph to tell my troubles to when I'm alone with only dreams of that won't come true 
what'll I do? folks, and thank you from the bottom of my heart. Lucille Ball is currently being seen in the Columbia picture, Her Husband's Affairs. Tune in again next Thursday for the Kraft Musical, starring Al Jolson with Oscar Levant, Lou Bring, and his orchestra and chorus, and our special guest, Walter O'Keefe. This is Ken Carpenter saying good night. Stay tuned into this station to hear Jack Carson with Eve Arden, who will follow immediately. Also, tune in the Great Gildersleeve next Wednesday on this network. Remember, next Thursday's guest on Kraft Music Hall will be Walter O'Keefe. <laughs> When you use Kraft's prepared mustard, you will add tang and zest to even the most ordinary dishes. Try using them on sandwiches, in salads, on frankfurters, and in delicious fillings for deviled eggs. Use them to help save foods by making family favorites of leftover dishes. There are two kinds of Kraft mustard, you know. Kraft salad mustard, a mild golden mustard, and Kraft mustard with horseradish added. A more snappy, a more spicy blend. Next time you go to your neighborhood store, ask for both of these carefully blended delicious mustards. Kraft salad mustard and Kraft's mustard with horseradish added. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Hello again, this is Buck Benning speaking. Welcome to another episode of The Bing Crosby Show starring Burns and Allen. I just love it when Gracie and George are together with Bing Crosby. I just think that it works pretty slick. And Gracie and with Bing's laid-back style versus Gracie's ultra-kinetic hyper-style, it just goes together really, really well. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and we'll see you next time.
stole the Twitter. Sounds like an aviary. <laughs> Ooh. You think I got a wider vibrato than Morton down here? Welcome to you to Philco Radio Time, produced and transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, and Bing's guest, Gracie Allen. And now... Is that, wait, is, is Gracie Allen going to be with us? Yeah. I thought Rudolf Schmohopper was our guest. <laughs> we haven't heard from Rudy Bing. Oh, that boy. But I imagine Gracie will bring George Burns with her. Of course, Burns isn't Schmohopper. No, George is just Schmo. <laughs> Say, how about that guy last week wanting to be a singer and coming around here asking me to make a record with him? Oh, but Bing, don't you think a record of George Burns' voice will sell? Definitely, it's got to. Well, why not do it if you think it'll sell? Oh, sell? Yes. Oh, sell. I don't think it has a chance. <laughs> if I put a song on the other side of George's record, his voice is so raspy it'd eat right through to my side, we'd sound like a duet. <laughs> Do I uh, detect a bitter note there, Mo? No, no, it's just all these new fellas closing in on me, Ken. Vic Damone, Gordon McRae, yeah. and Jack Smith. Yeah. Say, I'd like to hear him sing Gloomy Sunday, wouldn't you? <laughs> and now George Burns. Heaven give me strength, that's all. Now I see the rhythm airs are here. They're all dressed up in gray gimps and everything. Sequins. <laughs> all at Twitter, John Scott is beaming. So as Weber and Fields would say, let us commence to start the beginning. Give us that their, their downbeat there, Schultz, hmm? With a hey and a hi and a ho, ho, ho You start off the day with a glow, ho, ho Sing all the way as you go, ho, ho With a hey and a hi and a ho, 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 ho With a hey and a hi and a hey and a hi And a hey and a hi and a ho, ho Up go the blinds and you know, ho, ho It ain't gonna rain anymore, ho, ho Sun's gotta shine cause you made it so With a hey and a hi and a ho, ho, ho While you buy the paper Hum a little happy little hum Cut yourself a caper Singing happiness, here I come With a hey and a hi and a ho, ho, ho You smile from your head to your toe, ho, ho Singing, Sam is gonna like this, I know With a hey and a hi, a hey and a hi A hey and a hi and a ho, 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 ho Here I come with a hey and a hi and a ho, ho, ho. You smile from your head to your toe, ho, ho. Crack, 
up your blues as the way they go. Away the hay and a high. And the hay and a high. Away the hay and a high and a ho, ho, ho. With the hay and a high and the hay and a high and the hay and a high and a ho, ho. Away the hay and a high and a hay and a high and a hay and a high and a ho, ho. Hey, high, ho, hey, high, ho, hey. Oh, with the hay and the high and the hay and the ho, with the hay and the high and the ho, hey de hi de ho. That drum beat on the end of there uh, Sound like the shore patrol Throwing a drunk out of a snack bar <laughs> Didn't it? <laughs> Boom, bang Out you well, go however, it was very fine Bing and boys and girls Thank you, Ken Say, Bing, do you mind If I dedicate that number To the Philco distributors Who are assembled now In Palm Beach, Florida? Not at all, Ken See, the Philco family's Having a convention Down Palm Beach Oh, isn't this beautiful mm. Palm Beach, huh? Yeah It's fine Jimmy Carmine invites All the gang to sunny Florida But you and me We have to stay here And freeze in clammy Cal <laughs> They had a lot of sunshine here in California one day last week. Are you positive? Yeah, I saw it in a newsreel. <laughs> I must catch that. I'm getting so pale. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Bing, our distributors are really going to get a thrill when they get a load of that new look in those new Philco refrigerators. They're previewing them this week. Oh, yes, I know. They promised me a herring locked in the very first ice cube. <laughs> well, Bing, they're also previewing some mighty stylish new Philco radios for us to tell the people about later on. Uh, do you suppose each of those distributors took along his Philco portable to the convention? Well, they better. They couldn't check in the hotel without one. Really? Certainly. They had to register John Smith and Portable or the house detective throw them out. <laughs> imagine that. I just did. It's easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bing, imagine that you're heading for a winter vacation. You couldn't do better than take along that powerhouse Philco Portable. It pulls in more stations, plays even on trains and planes without requiring any special aerial. So whether you're heading north, east, south, or west, head for your Philco dealer first and pick up the greatest performing portable radio you ever listened to. It's a Philco, famous for quality the world over. Uh, oh, Gracie. Yes, George? Say, turn off the Philco, please. But, George, if I turn it off, it'll defrost. Gracie. And all the cream inside will spoil. Gracie. And we've got to have cream to put in our coffee. Gracie. Our Maxwell House coffee, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Are you through, dear? Yes, dear. Were you going to say something? I may yet. <laughs> Gracie, when I said turn off the Philco, I meant the radio, not the refrigerator. Oh, now isn't that silly, George? You know I don't keep the cream in the radio. With you, I never know. We get our milk from contented cows, George. And just how long do you think they'd be contented if they knew I kept their precious cream between those hot tubes and Gabriel's heater? <laughs> never mind, Gracie, I'll turn it off myself. I don't think we ought to listen to Crosby anyway. Why can't he make a record with me? Oh, George, it's just jealousy. That old blue-eyed monster. Jealousy's a green-eyed monster. I mean, Bing. <laughs> Say, maybe Bing is jealous of me. 
Maybe he's afraid that when people hear me sing, he'll suffer by comparison. You betcha, sweetheart. When you sing, a lot of people suffer. <laughs> a lot. Oh, oh, you think I've got a romantic voice, don't you? Oh, romantic. Oh, George, you're wonderful. Your voice is so... so... Warm? Warm. And thrilling? And thrilling. And alluring? And alluring. <laughs> and you know something else, George? Your voice is sexy. <laughs> you really think so? Why, you're the French Jean Sablon. Gracie, Jean Sablon is French. Well, you're Frenchier. <laughs> Gracie. George, when you sang Je vous aime beaucoup in the shower this morning, it took me right back to Paris. Honest? Oh, yes. Sing something else and bring me home. <laughs> okay. Ain't misbehaving all by myself. Ain't misbehaving. I'm happy on the show. I'm home, George. Oh. <laughs> that was a quick trip. Oh, you're faster than airplanes. Yes, I'm jet propelled. I think my voice is great for records. Oh, George, it was made for records. You even have a built-in needle scratch. <laughs> That's what Deems Taylor said. Yeah, and you can believe him. A tailor ought to know about needles. Did oh, he say that? Yes, he did. He did. Huh? <laughs> oh, that Bing He's Crosby. not doing well, Taylor, is he? You know what, George? What? I'm going right down to the studio and talk him into making that recording for you. Now, look, he won't listen, Gracie. I tried it last week and failed. Yeah, I know, George. But remember that old saying, angels rush in and tread where fools have failed. <laughs> I've never heard that old saying. No, Bing won't be able to resist me. You've heard of the opposite sex. Yes. Well, I'm just as opposite as anyone. <laughs> Men. I Come on, sweetheart. Okay. When I was a boy and had rhythm, I worked with a couple of other lads who had some of the same, Harry Barris and Al Rinker. Al has come along now with a pop tune that's really got a begin beat. I offer it now for your critical appraisal. Why must you always... Keep me in suspense For can't you see, can't you see What it does to me Just the moment I think you are mine That's the moment I get that well-known sign Out of line you always keep me on the fence You build me up And then you let me down again Sometimes I say I'll go away But what's the sense? I'd just come back So you can keep me in suspense
Sometimes I say I'll go away, but what's the sense? I just come back so you can keep me in suspense. Here's Bing's studio, Gracie. Now, George, you wait right here for me. I'll get Bing to see things our way. I don't know. Oh, when I take him in my arms, look into his eyes and kiss him, he'll do anything I say. Then be careful what you say. <laughs> oh, I just can't wait to get my arms around that Crosby. What was it you wanted me to ask him? About my record, Gracie, my record. Oh, yes, yes. Maybe we'd better drop the whole thing. I don't want my wife going around kissing somebody just to advance my singing career. I can do it on my own. Oh, George, I don't think Bing would kiss you. <laughs> well, never mind, never mind. Just go in. All right. What was that I was to ask him again? About the record. Oh, yes. Crosby, here I come. Well, Gracie, uh, what are you doing here? Oh, I was lonesome. Come here, Bingsy Wingsy. Bingsy Wingsy? Where's Sugar Throat, Gracie? Oh, forget, George. Kiss me. Gracie, just give me one good reason why you should kiss me. Well, you just give me one good reason why I shouldn't. You're a married woman, Gracie. Oh, George and I are just married on the radio and in real life. <laughs> well, what do you think this is? A transcription. Oh. <laughs> oh, Bing, how can you stand there so cold and aloof? Don't you realize that we're just two little fishes in the sea of love? Two fishes in the sea of love? Mm -hmm. mm, how romantic. Yes. Pass me the worms, lover. <laughs> Gracie, you're very charming. You're very alluring, but... Uh... You're not fooling me. Uh huh. You can't fool me either, Bing Crosby. You're afraid to make a record with my George because you know what'll happen. He'll get so popular, the Philco people will fire you and put him on instead. And, and Paramount will sell you to Republic, and, and George will get all your parts of Paramount. And you, ha, you'll have to come over and take George's place and be on the show with me every week. And, ooh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> Gracie, did it ever occur to you that if George makes good on his own, he might leave you? Oh, that's silly. After 20 years, George would never do that. Leave you? No, make good on his own. <laughs> Say, Gracie, I heard George sing last week. Oh, did he send you? No, he drove me. <laughs> well, you should hear him sing this week, Bing. His voice is much softer. How much softer? Oh, a lot. I've been rubbing his tonsils with Jergens lotion. <laughs> Winchell will be very happy, Gracie. Mm -hmm. Look, I love you. I love Sugar Throat. But there's not a ghost of a chance of me doing a record with him. I see. Well, excuse me for a few minutes, Bing, and I'll give you a chance to think it over. Psst, George. Right here, Gracie. How'd you make out? He's weakening. Oh, great. But it'll take more work. 
He's stubborn as a mule. I know, stubborn as a mule. He even wiggled his ears at me. (laughs) Don't let that stop you, Gracie. Go back there and keep working on him. Give him a sob story. Appeal to a softer side. Well, I can't. He won't turn around. (laughs) I won't. Look, Gracie, Crosby is a sucker for a sob story. He'll help anyone who's down and out. Look what he did for Hope. (laughs) Now, you go back there and give him a real heart-wrenching story. A tearjerker. Do you think you can do it? Well, there's nothing that any truly magnificent actress can't do. Catherine Cornell, Ingrid Bergman. We could all do it. (laughs) I know. Well, now, hurry back, dear. Don't forget, tear his heart out. Well, you back so soon, Gracie? (laughs) Gracie, what's wrong? What's the matter? Oh, Bing. If you could have seen their little faces, their tiny little up turn faces. Whose tiny upturned faces? Well, the children, Bing. My innocent little babies lying there in the crib. The poor, poor babies and poor helpless old George. Was George lying in the crib, too? <laughs> oh, no, Bing. Poor old George is out in the streets trying to borrow a nickel to buy food for the children. Oh, now, Gracie. <laughs> oh, you don't like poor people, huh? <laughs> You're not poor, Gracie. Oh, I'm not, huh? Well, I'm just a poor old scrub woman. That's what I am. What? Lately, things have been so bad, I had to take in floors to wash and iron. Oh, you wash and iron floors. Gracie, stop. You have a beautiful home in Beverly Hills. Oh, didn't I tell you about that? What happened? Burnt down. Oh. That's what it did. Oh. Everything went up in flames. We couldn't even afford a fireman. Gracie, firemen are free. You get them for nothing. Not in Beverly Hills. <laughs> Gracie, you're getting nowhere. Oh, didn't I tear your heart out? You didn't even disturb my liver. Oh. (laughs) Well, excuse me. I'll be right back. Oh, George. Is he, uh, is he going to make the record? No, not quite. I didn't even disturb his liver. You're disturbing mine. (laughs) (laughs) There's only one way to deal with George. We'll have to try... No, there's only one way to deal with him, George. Oh, I see, yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, We have to try a different approach, huh? Yes, I'll scare him. I'll tell him how tough you are. Gracie, be careful and don't lose your head. Or mine. Ah. Oh, don't worry, dear. Don't be too convincing. He might call my bluff. Oh. Well, if he does, you just let your bluff in. Let it in? Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was that. Look, Gracie, <clears throat> now you go in there and scare the wits out of them. Okay. Gracie, you back again? Oh, thank goodness I got here in time, Bing. In time? Oh, George is on his way down here with a gun. Flit spray or water? <laughs> it's a real gun. Very few people know this thing, but he's a killer. A killer? Yeah. The FBI's got his fingerprints, and Grauman's Chinese got his footprints. <laughs> got his prints in a Morris chair up at the Flyers Club, too. Oh, he's a dangerous gunman, Bing. The only reason he hasn't killed me is because I'm his mole. That's mole. Oh. <laughs> Don't you worry about me, Gracie. I'm pretty handy with a gun myself. 
Did you ever see that moose head hanging on my library wall? Oh, gee, wouldn't George's head look pretty alongside of that? <laughs> well, that's just where he's going to wind up if he gets tough with me. Oh, well, I don't know about that, Bing. George is awfully strong. Mmm, what a physique he's got. I'll have that hanging through the wall on the other side. Be nice for a dart game. Oh, Bing. <laughs> Bing, he's the man of iron. You'd be scared to death if you could see his broad shoulders, his strong arms, his muscular legs. You left out his chest. Oh, I don't think he has one. <laughs> that boy's in bad shape. Oh, no, he must have a chest. I can't seem to place it. <laughs> oh, excuse me a minute, Bing. I'd better go see George and find out. Why are we anxiously... Wait news of Burns' uh, physical condition I shall fill with I'll dance at your wedding You'll soon be walking down the aisle With someone by your side The bells will ring, the choir will sing The groom will kiss the bride Oh, what a day that's gonna be They'll come from everywhere And when they play, oh, promise me I promise you I'll be there I'll dance at your wedding I'll dance at your wedding I'll dance at your wedding I'll have a wonderful time I'll joke with your father I'll jig with your mother I'll yuck, yuck, yuck with your brother I'll really break it up fine I'll kiss all the ladies The young and old and then I'll make believe I just came in And then I'll kiss them all again I'm gonna dance at your wedding I won't miss that wedding I'll dance at your wedding Am I gonna shine at your wedding and mine? Dance, dance, dance at your wedding Dance, dance, dance at your wedding Dance, dance, dance at your wedding I'll have a wonderful time Dance, dance, dance at your wedding Dance, dance, dance at your wedding Dance, dance, dance at your wedding I'll really break it up fine I'll kiss all the ladies The young and old and them I'll make believe I just come in, then I'll kiss them all again. I'm gonna dance at your wedding, I won't miss that wedding. I'll dance at your wedding, am I gonna shine at your wedding and mine? Dance, dance, dance at your wedding. Dance, dance, dance at your wedding. Let's dance, have a wonderful time. Bing, and uh, by the way, anytime you're going to dance at the wedding, get the gal a new Philco to furnish the music. Those Philco table model automatics really shine when you want music for dancing. You just stack a dozen dance records on Philco's super smooth changer, and you're set for a solid half hour with the best bands in the land. They're dillies for jive sessions, too. Thanks to the extra power and performance Philco has packed into these sensational table radio phonographs, you can hear every riff, all the hot licks in your favorite platter. Even George Burns' record would sound good on a Philco. What you won't say to sell your product, Oh, no, no. I'm serious, Bing. Philco even has a model with a scratch eliminator. It's Philco's magnificent 1270, the radio phonograph of connoisseurs. And it's just what the doctor ordered for George's record. No hiss, no screech, no scratch from any record, old or new, thanks to Philco's electronic scratch eliminator. 
It's the last word in luxurious listening. So ask your Philco dealer now for the newest thing in radio phonographs from Philco, the leader. Gypsies know is true that when your love wears golden earrings, she belongs to you. An old love story that's known to very few, but it. These golden earrings, love will come to you by the burning fire. They will glow with every coal. You will hear desire whisper low. Inside your soul, so be my gypsy. Make love your guiding light, and let this pair of golden earrings cast their spell tonight. Make love your guiding light, and let this pair of golden earrings cast their spell. That was Golden Earrings. Golden Earrings. <laughs> Golden Earrings, folks. We have them in attractive sets of three. You can get one to go through your nose if you so desire. And if you're really interested, just drop a line to H.T. Garron, Paramount Studios, Hollywood, or your local wastebasket. And now I would like to... Now, George Burns, you come right in here. Gracie. Well, I'm going to let Bing be the judge of this. Gracie, will you stop? Hello, Bing. Hello, killer. <laughs> Where's your rod? <laughs> uh, Bing, I want you to settle something. Gracie, please. George, that is not a chest. This is my chest. It is not. It's a Gracie. 
It is not. It's my chest. It's a Gracie. It's a chest. I just have Gracie tattooed there. Oh, isn't that sweet thing? That's lovely. How's your, how's your record coming along, Sugar Throat? Oh, just fine. And uh, your worries are over, Bing. What do you mean? Well, uh, I'm going to get Vaughn Monroe to put the song on the other side. <laughs> His voice is deeper than yours anyway. Raising with the moon. <laughs> I... See, it is deeper at that. Yeah. I... Who's, your, who's your guest next week, Bing? We have a very beautiful mermaid from Culver City, Esther Williams. Say, um, mm. Bing, is uh, Esther going to wear a bathing suit? George, you come <coughs> home. I'm coming. I'm Good night, coming. George. Good night, Gracie. Good night, Bing. Folks, before leaving, uh, I would like to mention the National Cancer Foundation and ask that you support its valiant efforts. You know, all of us must join together to fight a thing which may strike any one of us at any time. If you need help or want to help, contact the National Cancer Foundation, 101 Fifth Avenue, New York 3, New York. Good night, folks. Thanks. Thanks very much. This program was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Bill Morrow and Murdo McKenzie. Tune in to Philco Radio Time next week and hear Bing Crosby, John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm Airs, and Bing's guests. MGM's lovely Esther Williams, Red Engel, and the much-heralded Rudolph Schmohopper. And for tops in radio listening all the time, get a Philco, famous for quality the world over. Hello again, this is Buck Benny talking. Welcome to another episode of the Jimmy Durante Show without Jimmy Durante. But this is the last one that won't have Jimmy Durante. He'll be back next week. He's been out. He, uh, he went to the hospital for a few weeks, they said, and he's still recuperating at this point, 65 years ago. Uh, but man, <laughs> the folks he's had to replace him, just incredible. I mean, you couldn't, you know, if Jay Leno's gone... Who are they going to have to replace him? You know, you've you got some some folks, but but you don't have legendary folks anymore out there. It doesn't seem like. I mean, you had he, he started off with what Red Skelton replacing him the first week, second week Bob Hope comes as a replacement, third week uh, Frank Morgan replaces him, who of course is best known being the Wizard of Oz. And then this week, Al Jolson is going to give us a performance and, and take over the show. I mean, you just can't have bigger names than that. That's amazing that these folks would all step up to come in and take over a week each. Of course, this ties into our whole year of replacements. And, and over on Jack's show tomorrow, um, we still have replacements taking over for Phil Harris. And... Uh, we're going to have someone taking over for Jack here pretty soon, uh, so you'll have to stay tuned for that, too. But uh, enjoy this last episode without Jimmy Durante, and have some fun with Al Jolson. We don't get to have all that much Jolson. We, we hear him a lot of times on uh, with Bing Crosby, but I'm always entertained by Al Jolson, and I hope you will be as well. 
most famous probably for uh, being the jazz singer and uh, and some of the other great things he did. Of course, his own radio show, fantastic. Uh, anyway, enjoy Al Jolson, and we'll see you next time. Good health to all from Rexall. From Hollywood, it's the Jimmy Durante Show. Yes, 10,000 Rexall drugstores who carry the complete line of top quality Rexall drug products bring you the Jimmy Durante Show with Peggy Lee, Candy Candido, Roy Bargy and his orchestra, yours truly, Howard Petrie, and our special guest again, the lovable Victor Moore. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you'll be happy to hear that Jimmy Durante's convalescence is almost complete, and he'll be back with us next week. But here to entertain you tonight is a man who volunteered to fill in for Jimmy, the star of the Kraft Music Hall, the one and only Al Jolson, in person! You gotta start off each day with a song, oh, mammy! Even when things go wrong, oh, sing it, son of a boy! You'll feel better! You'll even look better! Hey, stop the music! Stop the music! Durant is recuperating. We don't want him to have a relapse. <laughs> oh, well, that was wonderful. And you know something? That's the first time I ever heard the melody of that song. Oh, uh, what's the use of kidding, Howard? Durante don't need the melody. He don't need the words. With his talent, why, I'm telling you, in 20 years, Durant will be the greatest entertainer in this country. Well, why in 20 years? <laughs> Listen, I gotta retire sometime. <laughs> I got a million of them. I got a million. You ain't heard none of me yet. Jimmy, if you're listening down there in Palm Springs, I just want you to relax, because tonight we're going to tear up the joint and mail you to pieces for souvenirs. (laughs) Well, we appreciate your enthusiasm, Al, but be careful. You may strain your voice. Put your mind at ease, son. Jolie's voice is insured for $50,000. Only $50,000? Well, on the rest of my body, I've already collected. You were down at Palm Springs. Tell us, how's Jimmy? When I was down there, his face looked so pale. Hasn't he been getting any sun? Well, he's been getting plenty of sun, but with that schnoz of his, his face is always in the shade. (laughs) But don't worry, Howard. Jimmy's feeling fine, and he told me he'll be back on the program next week for sure. Oh, well, that's great news, Al. Say, what else is new? What else is new? You mean you ain't heard? What's that? You don't read the papers? Oh, yeah, boy. Luella Parsons' column? Yeah, we got a little new baby at my house. Al, you're a father again? What then, a mother this time? <laughs> oh, what a kid I got, Howard. His name is Asa. And I want to tell you, that little fella brings out the poetry in me. He's got moonbeams in his hair, sunshine in his eyes, and pablum all over his puss. <laughs> here, Howard, come here. Let me show you something. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not one of those fathers always forcing pictures... Of his kid, you know. Well, people, I, you... I, I'm sorry, I don't think we now, have time. Now, wait a minute, now, wait a minute. No, I just want to show you this one picture. Look, how do you like it? I took that last week when he was lying on a bearskin rug. I'll say he, he... Oh, he is a cute little rascal. Is he, huh? Yeah. Hey, what do you know? He's got a full set of teeth. Turn that picture around. You're looking at the bear. <laughs> and you know, you know something else? He's very strong. Honestly, this morning after his bottle... I put him over my shoulder and he kept banging me on the, my back with his fist. Huh? <laughs> this will kill you. He burped me three times before I put him down. 
Well, Al, I hate to interrupt you while you're talking about it, Laser, but this telegram just arrived for you. It's from Jimmy Durante. Well, give it here, son. Let me see it. It says, Dear Jolie, without you, my program would be a catastrophe stroke. <laughs> Your altruistic gesture in magnanimously offering your service, it touches me to the epitome of my cognizance. <laughs> and when I conclude my convalescent, I hope to recuperate on the favor. <laughs> now I know why Durante wired me. If he called me on the phone, he'd have to read this. <laughs> well, what happens now, Howard? Well, Al, there's a man here to see Jimmy, but maybe you can talk to him. It's Jimmy's old pal, Mr. Ripple, the commissioner of rivers and waterways. How do you do? Give me that again. I said, how do you do? This is the guy that wrote April Showers. <laughs> Why, uh, what's your problem, Mr. Ripple? Well, uh, we're having trouble again with the reservoir. <laughs> Uh, would you please ring out that last line and drool it at me again, but a little slowly this time. All right. I said that we're having trouble with the reservoir. <laughs> well, what's the matter with a... You talk funny. <laughs> well, uh, if we only had enough water to last through the elections in November, we'd be all right. Why November? Because in November, the country's liable to get dewy. <laughs> <laughs> This guy must be a Republican. He's trying to wash out Henry Wallace. But listen, before you go, would you mind telling me how you got to talk that way? Well, one day when I was a little boy, I said a naughty word, yeah. and my mother washed my soap out, and my mouth out with soap. <laughs> well... And uh, since then... Yeah? I'm forever... <laughs> I'm certainly glad he left. He was fogging up my eyeglasses. <laughs> well, now, Al, you've put it off long enough. How about singing something for us? Well, uh, that's a cue if I ever heard one. Mr. Boggy, an introduction, if you please. If I only had a match, then my cares I'd soon forget. All I need would be a man If I had a cigarette And if I had a cigarette I could watch the smoke rings curl But I'd really be all sad if I only had a girl If I had someone like you To hurry to each night In a cozy bungalow With no such sweet delight we could raise a family And a little garden patch 
and to think this all could be if I only had a match. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall Identification. Yes, you can be sure that more than 2,000 different drug products are pure when they bear the name Rexall. For the familiar name Rexall stands for purity, quality, and reliability in a complete line of drug products. It's no wonder that Rexall has won first place in the medicine cabinets of millions of American homes. So, for any and for all of your drug needs, always buy Rexall at Rexall drugstores throughout the nation, where 25% of America buys its drug products. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Ah, that's mighty nice Rexall selling, Mr. Petrie. I might get you to sell some cheese if I was a little more crafty. <laughs> well, I got to get a plug in somewhere. <laughs> but stepping up front and center right now is one of Jimmy Durante's most loyal pals. A little guy who's been pitching in for the schnoz. Here he is, that Tyrone power of the Townsend plan, Victor Moore. <laughs> Thank you. I sure it's good to see you back, my dear old pal, Jimmy Durante. Uh, hold on, Victor. Look, I'm not Jimmy Durante. You know me. Listen to this. Swanee, how I love you. How I love you, my dear old Swanee. I give the world to be. Oh, now I recognize you. You're Larry Parks. <laughs> I've been stabbed. Victor, look, honey, you must know me. Don't you remember my act? Why, for 2,000 performances on Broadway, I come out on the stage, and a little kid, four years old, with blonde curls, sat on my lap as I sang, When there are gray skies, I don't mind the gray skies. Wait a minute. Was that a Tony Pastor's theater? <laughs> yeah. On 14th Street? Yeah. Matinee every day? Yeah. Daddy! <laughs> Gosh, Al, that was a long time ago, but we both did all right. Yeah. And I'm still saving my money. <laughs> You're saving money in these times? <laughs> this boy must be a grain speculator. Grain speculator? Yeah, did you ever bid on grain in New York or sell barley in Chicago? No, but once I sowed some wild oats in Glendale. <laughs> That's my boy who said that. That's my boy. <laughs> yes, sir. And say, speaking of boys, Victor, did I show you this little picture of my new baby, Asa? Yeah, let me see you. Oh, that's wonderful. Ain't it, huh? So this kid's beginning to look like you already. 
You really think so, Victor? Yeah. Isn't that cute? He's down on one knee counting his money. <laughs> well, take it from me, Victor. Kids are wonderful. You know, I read the other day that Princess Elizabeth and Prince Philip are expecting a baby. Isn't that amazing? What's so amazing about that? Mm, when that baby's born, it'll be the first thing from England that J. Arthur Rank didn't produce. <laughs> Well, gosh, I sure do envy you for that picture of yours, the Jolson story. Thanks, Victor. Well, you know, a studio was going to make a picture of my life story, but it never worked out. No story? No life. <laughs> well, pictures are all right, Victor, but every once in a while I get that yearning, you know, the nostalgic feeling for the early days of show business. Think of the fun they used to have when the showboat used to dock at Memphis, St. Louis, and New Orleans. Hmm? Yeah, I used to have a showboat but no one ever saw it because when I stood in front of the boat, none of it showed. <laughs> Victor, why don't we start our own river show, Captain Jolie Showboat? How about that, huh? I think that's a terrific idea. I can just see us now, waiting for the Robert E. Lee. Well, you go right on waiting for the Robert E. Lee. The Lee I'm waiting for is coming over here right now. Hiya, Piggy. Hi, fellas. Have you got room around this mic for another character? Indeed we have, child. Step right in. So this here is Peggy Lee. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, me too. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, Al, yeah. how, how come you and Peggy never made a record together? Well, it isn't too late, is it, Al? What? Make a record now? A fine record that would be Peggy on one side, Jolie on the other, and Petrillo crawling back and forth through the little hole picketing. <laughs> that Petrillo is really a cute kid, isn't he? Speaking of kids reminds me, Peggy. Just take a look at these pictures. That's my new little baby, Asa. Ah, oh, look at the way he's sleeping. Isn't he a darling? That's a woman for you. They look at a baby sleeping and they say, isn't he a darling? Yeah. Then 40 years later, they say, turn over, Herman, and stop snoring. <laughs> well, Peggy, honey, I'm one of your biggest fans. I really am. And I heard your recording of Golden Earrings, and I can understand why it's tops in the country today. So if you'll sing it real pretty as only you can, you'll give us all a treat. Every call you 
inside your soul So be my gypsy Make love your guiding light And let this pair of golden earrings Cast their spell Second story from the Rexall Laboratory. Ever hear of a fluoropotometer? Well, probably not, unless you're a trained chemist, like those in the Rexall Control Laboratory. But in this spotless laboratory, the use of the fluoropotometer is routine. Day in and day out, skilled chemists test the potency of vitamins B1 and B2 with this extremely sensitive instrument. The fluoropotometer measures the intensity of the glow or fluorescence of the vitamins under ultraviolet light. And this determines the potency or strength of vitamins. By using the fluorophotometer, Rexall chemists can be sure that Rexall vitamins are compounded correctly. And that's one more reason why you can always depend on any product that bears the name Rexall. So for any and for all of your household drug needs, always buy Rexall at Rexall drugstores everywhere. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation, find the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Well, Victor, I guess we're all set to climb aboard our showboat and steam down to Mississippi. Right, Al. You can be good old Captain Jolie, and I can be the dashing river boat gambler, dirty deal more. Well, Victor, <laughs> don't you think you're a little pudgy for a part like that? Just a minute, Jolson. I'm proud of my figure. Why, just last week, President Truman took a look at my stomach and said, that's the kind of a balcony I want from the White House. <laughs> Well, that should make you a good gambler. You can hide uh, aces in your tummy. Victor, look, we're off on the good old showboat, Robert E. Lee. Well, sir, I brought the first mate over. He's been complaining that he's overworked. Well, what's your problem, son? Well, first you sent me down to the galley. Then up to the poop deck. Then down to the boiler room. Then up to the poop deck. Then down to the hole. Then up to the poop deck. Well, uh, what's your complaint? I'm feeling mighty poop deck. (laughs) 
His voice sounds like it just dropped anchor. Well, I hate to upset you, sir, but at that last port, one of the most notorious gamblers in the river got aboard. Here he comes now. It's Dirty Deal Moore. Keep your hands on the table. Don't make a move. I'm so tough that I... Why I'm so tough that... Well, well, you just have to take my word. (laughs) Well, you know, I don't like gamblers aboard my little old showboat. I'm going to have you thrown off. Deck hands, toss this man overboard. Aye, aye, Captain. Come on, men. Tote that barge and lift that bail. Tote that barge and lift that bail. Hold it. How come you ain't uh, thrown overboard more? They can tote my barge, but they can't lift my bail. <laughs> well, just behave yourself. I think we're pulling the next town and we got a show to do. You'll do a show tonight over my dead body, Captain. I got in a poker game in Memphis last night. Yeah. When the last card was pulled out of my sleeve, I won the mortgage on your showboat. You won my little old showboat? Yeah, after tonight, it's all mine. I'll be around to take over. <laughs> Ain't I a villain? I'd hiss myself, but I can't spare the wind. <laughs> Why, this is terrible. That low-down Yankee, he can't take my showboat. My little old showboat. Why, it's all I got left in the world. I love my little old showboat. I love my little old showboat. Get a load of that acting, Garand. It'll give you something to shoot at next week. <laughs> Look at that gal. My name is Hot Breath Houlihan. My, my. Look at those Mason-Dixon lines. <laughs> well, I'm an actress, and I'd like a job on your showboat. I, uh play in Uncle Tom's cabin. What do you do in Uncle Tom's cabin? I take Tom into the cabin and I squeeze him till he says uncle. (laughs) But I like you, Jolie boy. Come on out in the moonlight with me. I just love the dark. You love the dark? Uh Uh-huh. Then I got only one thing to say. What's that? Shake hands with a gopher. But look here, Hot Breath, if you'll do me a favor, I'll give you a job. I want you to make a play for the fella I got here. Oh, a dirty deal. <coughs> Come on over here. I want you to meet Hot Breath Houlihan. Ah, glad to meet you, gal. <laughs> You're looking at the roughest man on the Mississippi, a real swashbuckler. Don't look now, but I think somebody unbuckled your swash. <laughs> But uh, come on over here and kiss me, bucket pants. Okay, here. They don't call me lover boy for nothing. Hey, you're no kid. How can you still kiss like that? Once when I was 16, I puckered and I had it quick frozen. (laughs) Birds eye more, they used to call me. Now, just a minute, Moore. That's my gal you're flirting with. We'll settle this thing your way. You a gambler, sir, so I'll play your cards. My gal against the showboat. Dirty dear, Moore will gamble on anything. Here, I'll deal the cards. Now, let's call them. Okay. I got the ace of hearts. I got the ace of spades. And I got the ace of clubs. I got the ace of diamonds. Ha-ha! This last card clinched it for me. The showboat and the gal are still mine. 
I got me another ace. Another ace? The ace of what? The ace of Jolson. <laughs> It's a, it's a picture of my little boy I got it right here Now, where is it? I saw the picture Man overboard! <laughs> All right, you folks in the audience The curtain is going up on Captain Jolie Showboat Ladies and gentlemen The show is about to start And Captain Jolie himself will sing... Jerome Kern's immortal Old Man River. Lots of folks work on the Mississippi. Lots of folks work while the white folks play. Pulling them boats from the dawn to sunset. Get no rest till the judgment day. Don't look up and don't look down. You don't just make the white boss frown. Bend your knee, bow your head. Pull that rope until you're dead. Let me go away from the Mississippi. Let me go away from the white man, boss. Show me that stream that they call the Jordan. That's the old stream that I long to Reminders for the week. 
Remember, 25% of America buys its drug needs in Rexall drugstores. Remember, Rexall is that large and respected family of more than 2,000 different drug products. Remember, you can always depend on any drug product bearing the name Rexall. Remember, Rexall drug products are available in Rexall drugstores everywhere. And as Jimmy Durante always says, I do my shopping at a Rexall store, buying Rexall drugs, and furthermore, Umbriago, he prefers them too. We buy Rexall, that's all. How about you? Well, folks, now that the old showboat's docked, this is Captain Jolie handing back the keys to the old master, the schnoz himself. We'll be back on board next week. Yeah, if he gets through reading all about himself in Radio Mirror. I saw that article, but the picture doesn't look anything like Durante. That's because his nose will be continued in next month's issue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, folks, I know everyone would be as happy as I am to have Jimmy back. And Jimmy, when you tear the piano apart next week, you'll find a little surprise. A picture of my little baby boy. And incidentally, he'll be listening to you too, because why? He is a Durante fan. And good night, Mrs. Cabblehash. Thank you, Victor Moore, and thank you, Al Goldson, for volunteering your services. Next week, the star of the Rexall Show, Jimmy Durante, will be back with us again in person. Well, Rexall for the night from Peggy Lee, Candy Candido, Roy Bargi, Dave Barry, who plays Mr. Ripple, and yours truly, Howard Petrie. This program was produced and directed by Bill Cohen. Help you all from Rexall. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.